This week on the Push Ball Lays podcast, we talk about the stuff that you need to do as an online coach. Like, seriously. Three, two, one. Let's get saucy, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dammy. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, buddy? All good, mate. All good. Um, yeah, not too much. The 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 weather here is absolutely abysmal, as as we talked about previously. Well, it's just it's too hot, isn't it? It's too hot. You know, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You say abysmal. I think of what's happening right now, which is rain. Um, rain. Well, no, it's raining. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just... Here it just needs to come down a couple of degrees. It's just getting to that point where let me just check my phone now. What is it on? It's like today actually I noticed it was a little bit cooler going out and about. Um Excellent. yeah, so today it was 40 degrees highest. Tomorrow's 42. Um, but it feels like what does it feel like? It feels like 40. Yeah, humidity isn't too bad. It feels like 40. It's currently 34. Actual temperature feels like 40 because of humidity. It's just getting <laughs> a bit much now. You know, it's getting a bit much. Uh, yeah, it's currently mm. 23 here. Oh, yeah. Quite nice, isn't it? it nice and cool. Nice and cool. And we'll yeah. get all the way down to 16 in the evening. Well, in the evening, at night, 2 a.m. We're all good. But yeah, it's just been fucking like raining, raining, raining. I think summer's yeah. over. I think we already had it, to be fair. We seem yeah. to have missed all of that gorgeous hot weather that was setting Europe alight. Probably best you did miss it to be fair, because there's no <laughs> yeah, way the UK yeah. will be able to handle that. Uh, handle the uh, probably the uh, UK can't handle fires, no? Can't handle anything, mate. Can't handle 30 degree heat. I just find it odd that a country that is regularly has like freezing temperatures and hot temperatures at least twice a year happens can't cope with it each time it happens. Each time, well, what I always find as well, it's quite funny. Um, obviously, like all the rain and stuff. Everybody who's British hates it and complains about the rain. Every international person who lives in England loves it and is always like, this is why we're here, because like we like having some yes. rain. We don't get to see it that often. Or like we like the weather here because it's like temperate. Like, like you can go outside. Like you, you're probably like feeling. So I've got a couple of clients yeah. that have come back from like like Q8 and stuff. And they're like, it's like 50 degrees there. Stuff that. I was like, well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. He was like, I just went outside in the rain yesterday because it was fantastic. And it was like, you're weird. Yeah. yeah I like, ran strange. for cover. <laughs> so, yeah, more of a sunny disposition for them. But yeah, uh, what's been going on in your world, mate? Not a lot, mate. I joined my new golf club tomorrow. Woo! Yay! So... That, that's, to be honest, I'm more excited for me than you. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that means it was I just nice to, to be able to. It was nice to be able to. So I went onto the app that we've got to, to kind of book the things, and I'm us- usually always only booking the same course all the time. And I had five options available to me because wow. I've joined it, and it got two courses at the one I'm at. They've got access to another one, another course somewhere else, another course somewhere else. And I was like, oh my god, this is nice. I have the ability to choose and the freedom, but not only that. I didn't have to fight to get like the first few tea times. There's loads of spaces available. Like it's yeah. So um, I mean, I could just be the weather because it's the summer as well. To yeah. be fair, but it's um, yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah, I'm playing on the course that Roy McIlroy's one on, John Rahm's one on it. Um, I'll be playing there as my regular course now on a daily basis. So that's um, that's pretty cool. Um, pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's what's been going on. I heard you hacked your way around a golf course on as well. So, that's it. That when everybody knows it was Hindhead. Um, yeah, the first time I played it, it was fun. It was good. It was beautiful. That's all I can say. My golf beautiful, was yeah. indifferent, um, but mainly because, yeah, it's a, it's a course that I've never played before. So I'm sure I'll shoot about six to eight shots lower next time, mainly because I won't like hack it around in some heather and spend about three, yeah. four shots getting out of a bunker on one of the holes. So that's always good. Uh, par five, par five, two shots into the greenside bunker. Lovely job. Thought I'd just flop it out, take my either birdie or par, off we go. One, two. <laughs> it was, and what was even worse, because it was on a downslope. So everybody knows this is golf chat, everybody's tuned out now, on a downslope. And it wasn't really buried, but it was kind of like solidish like sand. So on a downslope, trying to get the ball up quickly is quite hard to do. And then what happened? It hit the lip and then came back and went straight into the hole that I just dug with my uh, my uh, <laughs> my wedge. And then I did that again. I was like, brilliant. And then I just went out to the side. I was like, no, 
I'm done. I was like, I'll just yeah. go out that way. <laughs> oh, nah, that's, there was a that's, that's, that's I think, a round killer, that in it. That's I feel like killer. I need to bring you because, like, yeah, because there's a few like holes where it's literally like I had to go up about I don't know ten yards in the air off like a flop because if I just missed because there's lots of ridges and like dunes and stuff which are just yeah. like it's crazy like around Beacon Hill. It's good fun. It's good fun. It's like an inland kind of linksy thing, and with like lots of heather and mm. stuff like that, stuff that you'll hate and you'll get really annoyed that you're in. But yeah, yeah, you're like, where's this way. open desert that I want to see so I can find my ball? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, nope, that's gone, mate. You're not getting that back. No, it's all lots of deer though, and lots of animals and stuff. That's just fun. Well, that's all good. Running around, it was good. Um, but yeah, all good, all fun. Um, obviously, in August is quieter for personal training, but as Dan would say. So if you're a personal trainer, this is the time that people are making their decisions to who to sign up with in September. So keep grinding. Well, um, people are still watching. People are still watching. They may not, like I said, they may not be reaching out right now, but they are um, They're yeah. definitely watching. They're making the decisions on who they like and who's turning up at this time point, you know, that sort of good stuff. So it's definitely worth thinking about. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less business chat today, though. I think we've been... We were business heavy last week, weren't we? We're going to moan about some training stuff. Um, but the first thing we're going to do, Dan, is I feel like we just might cut this bit and just have a podcast itself, is I think we need to talk about sources. Okay, so I ordered these. Um, this is Dan's like, this is no idea what's happening. <laughs> so um, these are like curry ketchups. Obviously, I've started putting this on YouTube now, so this is people can actually see this. Go over to YouTube if you're listening. I can't do it that way. So these are like Gerwitz curry ketchup. This is the delicate. This is the delicate. I can't work out the camera. Um, (laughs) So we've got the delicate one, apparently. I don't really know what that means. It's all in German, so I don't really know what's happening. Um, It's got Unser Milzublika Gerwitz. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's really nice. They look look like the sort of ketchup bottles you'd find in a kebab shop. Yeah. But they're, they're curry ketchup. So I believe one's more spicy than, than the other. Um, but I've had them before. And uh, oh, they're so good. The curry Where'd ketchup Where'd you get them is, from? Uh, Amazon. Right. <laughs> Hella. Hella. And there's some, range there's some other spicy ones as well, um, which got me thinking as well. And then um, about sources. Because one of, I feel like if I get to the point where I'm done with fitness or I want another side project, I want to open a restaurant which um, just has all of the different sources in the world. It will just be like burgers and wings and like stuff like that, like pretty standard food. Good, obviously. But then I'd have all of the sources from the world, kind of like the Serial Killer Cafe, but like just for sauce. So you can have any sauce you like. And you can like, I have some curry. Or maybe we just do a fries shop. No, but you have different, because that's the thing. There's different sources you put on different foods, right? Obviously, I'm not, yeah. this I feel like goes on pretty much most things, but I'm probably not going to put it on a burger. I'm probably going to dip random shit in it. And or a bacon sandwich. A bacon yeah. sandwich, or I'm going to do uh, like chicken nuggets or like a hot dog or something like that. I don't think it's a burger-based material, but obviously no. ketchup. Burger, wonderful. Yeah, we do that. Um, and the, like, much like barbecue sauce, it's not a sauce that you're going to dip your fries in if you are a bit weird um mm. but then there's the other side of it of like what other sources we got like sriracha and all this kind of stuff and what lives i want it to just be like what could we devise like a top 10 of sources i feel that's definitely something we can do but i don't know what would sit in what would sit in what is in dan's pantry and what would you prefer to have more of i think is another thing as well because i think there's always like oh i run out of that or i'd love to have lots of that in the house is there a go-to the thing, source the thing with sources have? the thing with sources i could list some now that are popular and common but there's always going to be the outliers that you forget about that you're going to someone's going to saying oh yeah that's pretty good or that's pretty good like, yeah exactly you know, so it's tough to think of it on the spot. Like if you'd give me some prep time, probably could have could have looked at some stuff. But um, <laughs> one one that I was never ever big on that everyone used to fucking love and rave about was sweet chili sauce. Never really oh, that big. I've on got that. sweet chili. Yeah, I've got. I should probably just go and get my sauce bottles. Don't get me wrong. Like it's okay. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it's fine. It's just not like at the time it was like people were raving about it, like proper raving. And I just don't really think it's. Not good. I, I think it was a time. So I don't know if it was the case of we worked in football at similar times, 
And sweet chili sauce was massive then, I swear, because yeah. all the football players just used to, because they pretty much fucking had couscous most days. So they just flavor up the couscous with sweet chili sauce, which all, yeah. I always found quite funny that the nutritionists were quite particular about what they're having at certain other times. Yeah, they just douse it in fucking like high calorie, like sweet yeah. chili sauce. I was like, that's okay. That's fine, is it? Okay, good. Um, it's always quite funny. But sweet chili sauce, I can get you. Yeah, it's kind of like there or thereabouts, but also it's the go-to for Jamie Oliver. For like Jamie Oliver crowd like like that kind of stuff because he's like oh it's a bit of spice and like it's not spicy whatsoever no it's like the it's English spice drink and it's spicy no it's just sweet oh uh, yeah but there's, that's why people there's used stuff. to like it because it was sweet not because it was spicy yeah um yeah. but yeah there's like what pick pick five then Dan I've realised you uh, all right I'm gonna go but then you, so you've got some like thinking time and stuff like that so yeah. there's there's stuff that sits in my pantry. Of course, all the time. Obviously, uh, ketchup. Are you particular on brands? Because there's a lot of people like it's only Heinz, which we, I watched a very interesting TV show yesterday, and like it's all in the main. Literally, everything's made in the same fucking factories. Everything, mm. literally, yeah. it's just madness. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you know that brand actually owned by them, and they just have four or five tiers of different products. That's it. Basically, all the same. They just sell it to you. At, at different yeah, uh, it was quite funny. We were like, all right, fucking hell. Like in laundry detergents, for example, like they're all owned by like two companies, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, we just make different ones and it's all the same. All right. All right. This good, one smells a bit different to that one. Cool. Yeah, right. that's literally it. We've we decided to do one gram more of this crap in this ingredients than this one. And that seems that's the quality. You're like, what? And people fall? Yep, people fall for this. Okay, good. Um, wonderful. Um, Mad what marketing can do, isn't it? I know. It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. They're like, it's the same thing. But yeah. I was like, what was it? It was like, because obviously all of Audi's stuff or like the home brand stuff, it'd be like, oh, the Jammy Dodgers and stuff like that. They're like, this is Audi's Jammy Dodgers for 53p. And then actual Jammy Dodgers, they're made in the same factory and the same products and same ingredients. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, there's no difference. You might be just buy that. Just buy that one. Doesn't matter. It tastes the same. They're like, yeah. Or like it'll be like the Maryland cookies. They did a, exactly the same as well. Same product, same ingredient list. They just might be maybe two. It's something like two to three more like chocolate chunks in a Maryland cookie compared to the Audi owned brand. But they're both in the same factory, both made by the same people. Fucking crazy. And I was, I was like, all right, okay. Don't spend one pound fifty on a Maryland cookies when you can get fifty three p. The same fucking thing. Right. Yeah, mental. Yeah. But but it's the shiny wrapper in it. Shiny wrapper syndrome kind of thing. This is what people um, think. I see. What do people? Yeah. But anyway, Martin. sauces. Um, obviously, ketchup's going to be there. That's always in the pantry. So I have to put sriracha in there because I do like putting... I, I eat a lot of like Asian food mm. and sriracha's lovely. But I'm not going to go with sriracha mayo. I do like that. But in my top five, am I going to have it as one of my sauces? Well, no, you I just have, have sriracha and you have mayo and then you I, mix them together. Mm, yeah. I don't think I'm going to have mayo. You wouldn't have mayo. Maybe mayo would be my number not one. In my, not in my top five, no. Easy. Mayo's straight in there. I'm going to have the Nando's mayo is the one that I normally buy. What is it? You, what could is have, it? you could have mayo and sriracha what? and it'd be the same thing. Like, ridiculous. Tom's stupid. Mine would... I, I'm really basic. Perinase. That's the one I want. Perinase, yeah. I'm real, I'm real basic. I'd have ketchup mayo... Um, I mean, you could have just my, stopped there. I'm real basic. Move on. Next, this is my staples. Topic. Like They're obviously <laughs> going to be there. Um Mayo is not like... going to make it for me. I'm going to have the nuance of mayo. Yeah. All right, go on then. Keep going with yours. All right. Um, well, now I'm I'm going to go. So I don't, I've had this, obviously. I'm not going in blind and buying 800 mil bottles of curry ketchup. I do. I think that's a bit bold. You're like, oh, I'm going to do that. Especially for like, they were between like eight and 12 quid a fucking bottle. Mm. I feel like that's a lot. Is that a lot? That is a lot, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. For a bottle of yeah. what is just sauce. Um, so, yeah, am I going to have that? I think I'm going to put that in there. Because I would have... Because I, I would want McDonald's sweet curry sauce. I like that. But I like I think I like this more. So I'm having ketchup, um, perinase, sriracha. I'm going to go curry ketchup. And then I think I'm just going to go for some sort of hickory kind of smoked base barbecue. I think and these are yeah. but it's, it's interesting because yeah these are all like they're not very oriental as well because there's like hoisin and all of that kind of stuff I, you go over that side. I, I don't i hate fish sauce all that kind of shit mm, yeah not a big fan um i realize it sits in a lot of other sauces 
but it's not like because there's Worcester sauce and all that kind of stuff. That's not the same, right? That goes in. That's a not a condiment sauce. Those are two different mm. things. They make other sauces. You don't just put Worcester sauce on shit, apart from cheese and toast. Yeah, I've realised I really don't <laughs> have any strong feelings about sauces. Um, <laughs> I just don't care enough. Um, wow, soy sauce that has to be in there. Soy sauce, okay, yeah, sure. Because that's the that's the because you want to hit like other tastes as well, right? Because that's the umami, like so. That's a good thing. I haven't got really any umami in there. Yeah, if you're thinking about that, so I love so- ketchup, mayo, soy sauce. Um, I'd probably have again really fucking boring. Like American mustard would be in there. Oh, mustard! Like, I forgot about. So yeah, you see, so we yours go are all American- samey. Yours are all very samey. Yours are very. That's sweet. what I'm thinking now. They're very like, kind of like. Do- Ketchup based, vinegar based, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, do I take, thinking about do I take out ketchup? Do I take out ketchup and I mean, keep I the curry been... ketchup and then put in, yeah, no, take out the curry ketchup. That's <laughs> Mental. Or do I take yeah. out Perinays? I think I love both. I think you've sauce. got. It's great. I think you've gone too specific on some of yours. Put it that way. You've not thought about this. <laughs> um, so yeah, there'd be the four. Then I'd probably have. What would I have? I probably have tracha as well. That would be my ones. I do like that. Mixed with a bit of mayo. Um, Structure yeah. is good. So again, there's my five. Boring. Basic bit, boring. <laughs> yeah, but easy to find as well. You'll be like, oh, I grabbed them that. They're always going to be there. Curry ketchup and, yeah, hickory, fucking barbecue. Not always going to be in mm. places. I think Perinase. Yeah, I've got like subsections of main ones is what I yeah. like. A little bit niche. Mm. Nice. I'm, um, I am a proclaimed foodie, so... That's yeah. I think I just dip shit in stuff because I think as I go through, like obviously Perinay's chicken, put chicken in there. The the curry sauce is like chicken and ketchup, but ketchup not dip ketchup in curry sauce. Um, the ketchup curry sauce, whatever it is, and then hot dogs and stuff. Barbecue is like ribs and stuff like that. I don't really like it on burgers. I think it's a bit weird. I'm always going to be like, just, but then I can't fucking have the, oh, I can't have mustard on my burger and my hot dog because I haven't got mustard in my top five. You shot yourself in the foot there, Tom, I think, to be honest. I uh, think you've um, you've not considered all angles. And luckily for you, it's not a real problem you're going to have. So, <laughs> uh, that's why I need, that's why I need 10. I need a definitive 10 list. Um, so yeah, in condiment aisle. It's a good place to be. It's a good place to be. Condiment one of the best uh, things that you can do for working out which condiments you like or not is go on a diet and get very lean. I remember when I was just eating chicken and veg all the time, it was my, my yeah. used to fucking blather all the sauce all over it. So yeah, it's always a good way of doing it. Find out which ones you enjoyed there. Yeah. I did buy like, because when I've gotten, when I've lost weight sporadically um, or attempted to for those, those two weeks, um, yeah. I would I bought some like the skinny sauce company stuff. Not good. No, they're awful. It's like zero percent, whatever. Zero percent. It's not got alcohol in it. Um, zero calorie <laughs> like sauces. Um, they're not great. They tend to be very watery, and yeah, a bit like bleh. odd. Mm. Do that. Do that. Ugh. Your tongue kind of comes out of your mouth, kind of things. Anyway, yeah. I thought you'd have stronger feelings. You not really. You're a surprising boy. Yeah, you have strong, yeah. very strong feelings about certain things, but yeah, just no. Others not as much, yeah. Others not so much, yeah. considering I would be like, you do like food, but I don't know whether you like weird food. That's the thing. I don't like weird food, no. I just I just don't sit there and think about my top five sources because I don't have to pick five. So <laughs> Not like we've ever done that kind of thing on like, yeah, celebration. Cereal, however. Or cereal. Cereals. I mean, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But there's another sub. I feel like if we could do a show on every aisle of the supermarket, in theory. Oh, Dan doesn't shut up about his top five rices. Ever since he moved to Dubai, like, yeah, all over yes. it. Uncle Ben's, that's what they eat out there, isn't it? Lots of Uncle Ben's. Oh, yeah, that's, that's can't move for it. Out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't move for it. Jesus. All right. Um, What are we meant to be talking about? Fitness. All right. Um, like yeah. So I think we're going to talk about some training stuff that's come out ish not come out but yeah obviously it's happened i sent it to dan today that we've seen today um so i sent you one by scar 
performance. I quite like mm-hmm. his stuff. Um, he knows his niche well. He's a former Division One footballer, I think. Then got injured, then started coaching. Doing all right. I mean, soccer player. Soccer player. Division One soccer. Um, yeah. But he did a little thing on, uh, obviously, because I've done one before when Robert Lewandowski went to Barcelona and uh, mm. that got shit stained, didn't it? Obviously, I got called out because what what do I know about it? They're like, yeah. oh, it's terrible. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, but they've re- repeated themselves, haven't they? They've re- Barcelona of, um, and it is it is it the Spanish league? Is it Spanish S and C? If you're a Spanish S and C coach, get in touch with it me. Is. Like, what the it is what definitely the fuck's going on? There? It is, yeah, hundred percent. Like, why? Because obviously, what was the one that went viral when we were like in football or around there? Was it Atletico? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Atletico Madrid, wasn't it? And there was like jump on this trampoline like four times, and then do a diving header over a pole or something like that. It was fucking bonkers. And then like knee bend squats and stuff like that, which is fine. There is a plausibility for knee bend squats, but not how they were doing it. So they weren't like bouncy squats, hoping for patella tendon kind of elastin, like legitimate reason to do shit like that. But I don't think that was what they were doing. So yeah, what what did you see, Daniel, on that one? Then there's also another one that's come out with Benzema and Kante doing some fun stuff in Saudi, but we'll talk about that in a sec. The best bit was the bouncing, the chest pass bouncing off this like trampoline net. They're like a medicine ball. They were chest passing it like they were a basketballer onto a net and catching it again. I literally couldn't work out why and, and how they were doing that for football and why it makes any relevance. They're not goalkeepers. Do you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> what is going on with this? Um, that confused the hell out of me um, for a start. And then the other one was um, the, yeah, they're putting one foot on a upside. Was it a bo- uh, some sort of ball, basically ball thing? Yeah. Un- un- unstable service, one foot on there, then wow. back again, one foot back again, and then they were doing it again, throwing it again. Not kicking it, they were throwing it. Pretty sure they were throwing <laughs> it. Everything was with their hands. And I was like, you're footballers. I was like, what are you doing? Let me see if I can find it. You sent it to me, didn't you? Send it to you. Tom Hall. Yeah, let me see. They were yeah, they were throwing it. Chest pass again, medicine ball, whilst doing some stupid shit on a upside down boaster ball, basically. Um, I mean, they're using those crappy old uh just everything in the background is just horrific. I can't, I just can't, I just can't. Cannot watch it. Obviously, they're using the the classic vipers. For their the vi- uh, the vipers, that's what I was looking at. The, the clean and the press vipers, vipers for their clean and press. That was good. Okay, um, I, yeah, I do like the uh, which I yeah the the throwing the med ball or whatever ball into the net and it bouncing back at you can kind of think might be applicable for the goalkeeper, but yeah, because but... we've I'm sure we you've done it in cricket like you throw it into that little ball thing and it's like a reaction thing in the slips right yeah. And yeah. like that thing that would in theory what it'd be like off off like a bouncing off the back of a football and you, you have to react and move right yeah um but i do like just i think what's better is just watching them in the background as well um on those on the story because you can see obviously the viper someone's doing like split stance pressing it's the, definitely uh, the background is the best in the in the background it's quite funny because they've got lots of cable stuff and oh. like they're just getting pulled around by like vipers and cables and not really knowing what's doing, what they're doing. They're, they're jostling as well. Why? What are they doing with the? Because this is definitely because they were doing the same thing on Kante and Benzema. We're doing the same thing. So in terms of reenaction, imagine you have both on a cable machine or like a, a bouncy cable, but you're doing like a, a pullback kind of thing. But then you're next to someone, and then you're having to jostle for position whilst you do cable rows on the and jostling. Stupid. <laughs> I don't really don't overly understand why in any thing it's just how the thing is, is they don't even think they do I don't even think they understand half of it or the footballers or the coaches the coaches and like even the you can see that from it just looks like, like it just doesn't make any sense no. They, they, just, what they've done is they picked a bunch of people who don't want to do heavy weights. So they've gone, oh, how yeah. can we train them? It's like, well, make them do heavy weights because they're being paid to. So if I can do it. <laughs> yeah, this is your job. You need to do this. Like, 
um, like the little squat rows things. The there's still I, all those like misconceptions. That it's going to make people slower or like not as powerful and all this crap. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I did. Like, I think I did a story about it the other day, and I was just like, I'm still, even though I'm training for my triathlon, right? So all that kind of stuff. I'm still lifting heavy. I'm still trying to be powerful. I'm still trying to be resilient. Mm-hmm. You just know that's going to be better for somebody. No matter what somebody throws at you, I'm going to be more resilient to handle the other like bits of the training. Because the whole mm-hmm. point of sports-specific training, I think I think Mike Boyle always said about it, it was just like 80% of it is the fucking same shit. Like yeah. 80% of S&C is the same. The 20% is like the nuance that you end up being specific. But these kind of coaches even this, like they flip it and they think 80% of it has to be specific to the sport. And then 20% of it is just general. Like, okay. You're like, no, like don't stop trying to be like too clever. Um, It's all going to look very, very similar. And then you're just going to have what I would deem as filler exercises that are going to be a little bit more specific. Cool. I might do for footballers more adductor work or more like change of direction stuff under load because that's what they tend to do or more explosive, like, one like one step like sprints and stuff like that so one step power because that's what differentiates Messi from anybody because he is quickest over I reckon three meters something like that he is the quickest over that he can change the direction better than anybody else so let's do that so it always will be the case and it's oh mate it's insane isn't it like but this is why good people in football leap yeah more than likely 100% (laughs) <laughs> like i got chatting to a lad who set up a like a private training facility up up in like liverpool way he's master's degree does awesome work and then footballers are coming to him but only a select few it's still only like maybe one or two from different like places yeah. um and he used to be at like man U and stuff like that and i'm like why'd you leave it was like because i wanted to train them how i want to train like i was like yeah Perfect. It, he knows that. they're going to come to him. So I think it's um called KP KPI performance. So key performance indicator. Like I was like, oh, cool name. Um, yeah, stuff like that. just a facility and a factory because you can do that up there, much like like Americans do. I was like, just get space, get a couple of pros going in, absolutely fine. But yeah, that's why good people leave. Oh, it's crazy. Oh dear. And there's always like I like like watching the comments because obviously. From the scar performance, obviously he would have got more probably views reviewing this shit. It's always funny, mm-hmm. and you get the people who are like, "Oh, why are you just being negative?" Like, "Oh, you're obviously doing." If they work for a professional football team, they must know what they're doing. You clearly don't know what you're doing. All this kind of stuff. And you're like, "Yeah, oh, wow." Same old, mm-hmm. same old, same old. And he's like, "Why haven't you tagged their SNC coach?" Don't know who he is. Because he isn't. Bold enough to post everything on social media. It's absolutely fine. probably not. It's probably not an SSC coach like the proper one, anyway. Based on that, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. and I love all the stuff. If done properly, battle ropes are good for endurance for boxing. Well, they're not boxing. Number one, these are football players, so they do very little with their hands. <laughs> but okay, you know what would be really good for endurance for boxing? Boxing. Boxing, yeah. just putting it, putting it out there, just putting, putting <laughs> probably doing even that silly shadow boxing stuff. Probably more applicable, like I would say, than than battle ropes. Always fun, always fun. But yeah, um, I think Kante and Benzema have done the same thing. Which is one thing we can probably see from the Saudi thing. Which I'm sure there's a if if somebody wants to move to Saudi, they probably can. It's I've heard it's not the most westernized place in the world. So it might be a culture shock for some people, but mm. obviously they're spending a lot of money on players. Like what's Jordan Henderson? Dan, do you want to take on Jordan Henderson? Good, good that he's gone. Oh yeah, no, he's amazing for Saudi football. He'll be the best player in the team. <laughs> by my the only, um, the only reason why I say that, I'm picking out that player because Dan, I, for as long as I've known you, has always picked or out Jordan it's one of your things isn't it definitely a marketing yeah. player he always will have a 100%. go at Jordan Henderson <laughs> no matter what he does Jordan Henderson could buy a new car and he'd be like fucking hell 
like that shit. I just, like, it, it's just like bait. It's just like, <laughs> it gets so much engagement from people. People just love sticking up for him. And it's like, they don't seem to think that I actually don't care about him. I don't have a preference either way. It just got to a point where it's quite funny to point out the fact that I just think he's all, yeah. he's not the best footballer in the world yet. For some reason, <laughs> paid £700,000 a week now to play football, which is so He's a nice insane. guy. He, wore, he wears rainbow rainbow laces in his shoes. He used to. You, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he still does. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> just yeah, I just I just think it's like I just that whole thing is just mental. Like, it's just mental. But there you go. It is. It is crazy. But yeah, obviously we we we've seen that they bought a lot of good players. But what they probably haven't done is it'd be like a influencer starting up their online coaching business, but they haven't got any systems involved in like in place to take on any clients whatsoever. So they're mm-hmm. going to be scrambling. They can't take on ten clients this week because they don't realize they have don't have an online coaching platform. They don't have a like I don't know anything to put there. They don't have workouts set up. They can't send them anything. They don't have Google Docs. They don't have like an onboarding system. Basically, what's going to happen in Saudi? I would presume that maybe the training behind the scenes isn't too fantastic. I'd imagine, especially from some of these players. Let's probably say that Liverpool. Some of Chelsea's stuff is good, not all of it. The private stuff's pretty bad, isn't it? Um, and then <laughs> the um, probably some of Liverpool's and stuff like that is probably okay. Let's say that mm. it's probably pretty good. But going into maybe Saudi, they have probably haven't spent as much on bringing the really good SNC coaches in. I will do it from here if they need me to do Zoom sessions. That'd be absolutely fine. I'll I'll quite happily do that. So or fly me in and out for like monthly. That'd be all right. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Only a hundred grand. Only Mate, cheaper than what be what they're paying for some of the people they've got. Exactly. So, I'll keep go. them fit. Like who's more important than the player? The person who keeps the player fit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, like you said, over there there's gonna be problems. Um it'll be the should maybe to do with the training methods, again, the training performance. The intensity's not gonna be as high, you know, that kind of thing. I just I just I just I think it's gonna be that standard thing. I think like I said to you before we hit record, I think it's gonna be like the MLS. I think they all thought they're going to bring all these players over and it's going to change the way it's run and done. And it's like, nah, it's not at all. And then you, you realise Carlos Vela is going to be the MVP for five seasons. So, yeah. Yeah. I just I just can't <laughs> see it taking off. I just can't see it happening, unfortunately. Um, well, fortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Um, yeah. It still won't be. But it, the championship will still be more watched than... <laughs> more than likely more than likely yeah <laughs> because because as you know football you can't buy three or four good players it doesn't work like that it's 11 people on a team and I just think yeah mm. uh, well let's see let's see what happens I mean let's... I'm sure they'll be able to watch I'm sure the TV rights will be sold over here I'm sure it'll be on Sky or something so that is true so I think we digress into more of the training because um, obviously I downloaded a bunch of resources and I found them quite funny and probably Dan still probably lives in a world where he's more even though he deletes a lot of stuff off his Instagram because he doesn't want to follow any people he doesn't really enjoy anymore. Um, mm. And like talking about echo chambers and stuff like that. And I was talking to one of my, like one of my students today and he was like, Tom, I've taken on these two new clients. I was like, fantastic. Cause we're such good at business development. So good at business, not such good at business. Such good. Yeah. yeah. You're such good. at. <laughs> um, yeah, when he was like, "Oh, I got them to send me the plans that they had been previously trying to do," and like one of this, one of these ladies was just look, she was looking to lose weight, which is, which is, yeah, absolutely fine. And then she had a five to six day body part split. She's fifty seven. Doesn't really matter. Age just just a number. I still train every fucker the same. Um, same philosophies. And then, but fifty seven body part split. He was like, one of the days was just delts, like traps and like biceps. He was like. What's she doing? Like, that's madness. Like, why is she doing that? Like, absolute body part, bro. She just wanted to lose some weight. And that was her mm-hmm. training program. And I guess I still live in an echo chamber. Yeah, sure. Like, I presume. We all get bored about what we talk about most, right? I'm getting bored about fucking talking about VBT and training like an athlete and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I'm still obviously going to keep doing it because this is what still probably the 80% of people do when they go in the gym. They want to. They think this is going to be the best for them to train for athletics. Which still probably isn't because they haven't developed enough muscle tissue to do stuff like that, or they're not training twice a day, and it's pointless because if you do a body parts bit, you're only hitting that body part once per week. Fuck me, you can do it mm. twice, three times maybe. Like, 
And people are like, oh, I'm not trained legs three times a week. Yes. Why your puny fucking legs? Okay. Yeah. And that's why I, I still I still get I still get that regularly from people. Like, oh, I can't do legs more than twice a week. I'm like, you walk on them, don't you? Like, <laughs> like what do you think these footballers are doing when they're sprinting and running around? Like you can, you can, you can recover. You're just the reason that you find it hard is because you've never stuck it out longer than a week. Yeah. Like that'll be why. Yeah, it's just, just yeah, still baffles me. Like I think as as you said, our training principles develop as we as we go through life and as we go through these things. And I think that the majority of good trainers I know all seem to come towards the same conclusion, which is that the majority of people should just be training full body more regularly and that's that it's like and, and actually the shorter the session the better uh and actually the more things that you cover over a week rather than in one session the better um yeah. you know it's that whole thing of the you start off when you're younger doing all the bodybuilding style stuff and you do all that i think it's just because that's the it's the easiest most accessible way because you ask the big guy in the gym or you get a magazine and it's just what's accessible it's what sells and then as you get into it you realize oh, actually it's not actually that great. It's not actually done that much for me. And then I think you just naturally develop into what we would recommend as a good trainer. Yeah. Because I reckon, yeah, they're probably the, the biggest guy in the gym may have been using something else if they're in there for that long. Or they're, or they're literally training for two, three hours or they're in, they're in there for that long. And if you, you're committing that much time, then fair enough. That's fine. If that's your thing, that's fine. Um, but it's probably not going to be the best for you in terms of all other aspects of health. And I'd say 99% of the people don't want to spend two hours in the gym. Mm. Probably not. Like hard push, like 55 minutes is probably good. I reckon just enough. 45 to, I can sometimes do like a 75 minute session, but I have to be into it and like doing stuff. Sometimes I'll, I'll write that in for some people, but that'll be on the predicated that they're doing some like heavy stuff or I've got them doing some, it's normally squat stuff or deadlift stuff that takes a longer amount of time. So they've actually got bigger rest periods, rest mm. periods. I use that term loosely as well. Cause the rest periods are still still doing things. Like, what? I think obviously when we had Holly on the, on the, on the show and she was like, yeah, like she never supersets stuff ever. And I'm like, I don't ever just write one exercise ever. I don't think I have done that ever for at least five years. Cause I just think, that resting time could be it's in my brain is a waste of time because whilst one thing's like my legs aren't moving while like are chilling out when i'm sitting down so why can't i do something seated or lying on the ground or doing like that yeah there's still gonna be some sort of cns effect but in the grand scheme of things i'm not trying to get that muscle fiber of my triceps slightly thicker so i'm not too fast yeah, and also the whole like cns argument I've, I've seen that before from people i'm like you do realize if you're training three times a week for an hour it really has loads of time to recover trust like, me it's like the cns argument uh, happens in powerlifters when they're heavy like doing yeah. heavy loads a lot like that's yeah. i remember like i used to be able to be like i'm gonna be sick just before my deload week i'm gonna end up being ill because i just like i know i like that was the probably the most time i was most frequently ill because my CNS was bad because yeah. you couldn't recover properly because of the loads you're lifting. So it's just beat up. But other than that, I, I don't want to be sick. Hey, train like a train to 80%. Fucking hell. Get most shit done. But yeah, Dan. So if you want to explain to me, obviously I flicked through some posts, post some training programs. Um, what is a, a male over 40s program? Um, it's probably going to start with 10 minutes on the bike. Because if you're over 40, you've got to make sure you do that. That's what all over 40 do. Oh, yeah. And then true. I'd imagine if it's male, it's got to be chest and arms. More. Of course. Chest and arms. And I guess if you're over 40, it probably means maybe not so much dumbbell bench press, maybe more chest press machine because it's safer. Maybe that's the maybe that's <laughs> the thing. Oh, fuck knows, mate. Fuck knows. What is it? You get you get a free round of golf with every every gym, <laughs> gym session. Like Free round of golf. Like I don't what's the cusp? 39. No, can't do this program. You're far too fit. Oh. <laughs> is it should it not be predicated on like probably experience? So 40 years old is like general. Male as well. Because obviously I sounded very woke in the pre pre-recorded when I was showing Dan these. And I was just like, why is this a female booty builder program? Yeah. Just a booty builder. That's Tom, just, wants, just Tom wants the guys boots. to be able to build their boots or the days or the Exactly. Lems. I'm about it's... like equality and anybody yeah. like, uh, and I was like, I did catch myself. I was like, I sound very woke. I sound very woke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just, you just prioritize for a goal. That's it. 
It's not male. It's not female. It's not anything like that. It's fine. The only difference happens in the session, like the mechanics of whatever you're doing. Like every, all females can do all of this, this 40 year old male session if they want to, they can achieve them. Like the only reason why you write on something what, that they what Tom would means, not be able to do. What Tom means is that good training programs don't need to be labeled in that way. That's what Tom means. <laughs> it's Tom annoying. just means these, these aren't the best training programs in the world. So therefore that's why. Because women don't wouldn't understand. do a chest day, for example, which I'm sure is no, that, on the maybe male. Just don't, which is just like, it's fine. Oh, it just annoys me. I don't like it, does he, Tom? This is good just... job Tom's getting back into education, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So you can educate the masses and help them with this stuff. <laughs> Again, you know. it's just, it's just, uh, it just, yeah. It just annoys me. Like, tempo written on programs annoys me. Obviously, I've That annoys me because it's useless. It's a pile of shit. That, <laughs> I've never had that on any program. That's one thing that ever since we started, I've never had that on my programs. I just don't believe yeah, it. it ever worked. I don't get it. Like, like anyone's going to pay any attention to that. Just say, control the way down and explode on the way up. Like, literally, that's all you need to worry about. If you want to go to that extreme, you don't even need to worry about that. Really. No. Like, if you're going to pause in a certain position at the bottom, just say, pause at the bottom. Just say that. Don't like, literally. Zero just... or 10 or whatever the fuck <laughs> zero it's going to be. Just write two second pause at the bottom. Yeah, literally. That's it. Just write that out, please. Two secs at the bottom. Or you'd be like, ISO. All right, I'm probably going to have to hold here. A push-up hold. I wonder where I'm holding. And you're like, okay. Oh, instead of writing three, obviously the normal one is 3010. I never quite understood, like, it's like obviously the zero. Three seconds down, the, no pause, and then one no second pause up. at the bottom, one second up, and then no pause. So you're kind of always constantly moving, which doesn't yeah. really, rarely happens if we're really happen, yeah. yeah. It, like, you are always going to pause in lockout, no matter who you are. Always somebody like because that's a comfortable position to be in whilst you like re-engage and like go for it. It's really rarely that you don't like unless you're like. Then you used to have. Then you used to have like. I used to remember you used to have one second for the concentric or an X, which was as powerful as possible. And I was always like, "Well, that's the same thing." (laughs) What happens if you move as powerfully as possible, but it takes three seconds? Yeah, yeah. Like still, still, you move as powerfully as possible. Like that that happens regularly. I'm like. So what did you do that? <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, just and the part thing, part of the reason I didn't like it was it was a Charles Poliquin thing, wasn't it? That he used to yeah. love. He used to really bang on about it, and obviously it was. Yeah, his plan. His plans were um, very much bodybuilder style. So yeah, just really, fun. it's just confusing. I think when so if you gave this program to someone and they they like read that little code, they'd be like, don't know what that means. It's fine. Um, yeah. At least in these programs, there's like four. There's different sets, like four sets, three sets, two sets which I'm fine with. So that's good. Mm-hmm. 60 seconds, 90 seconds, 30 seconds. All, yeah. all crazy amount of... Uh, so if anybody wants to know, like on, on my programs, right, I have a little key um, for resting. So for tempo, exactly what Dan said, I want... You've probably seen my post enough. Move the fucking concentrically thing as fast as you can, okay? Nobody wants that to be prolonged. I'm trying to get more engagement from muscle groups and surrounding structures. I'm trying to be stronger. Cool. Um, eccentric phase will probably be controlled if it's not written purposely. So I purposely might write a five, six second eccentric phase. Mm. Cool. But that'll be with a video because I want some, and I will literally say, put a, your phone in front of you and put a timer on. Watch it. I want you, there's, there's a whole point to that. I very rarely write a three second pause or three second thing. Because no one fucking does it. Like three seconds doesn't happen. That's why I have to go way past it to like five seconds because that's an actual length of time, which is horrible. Okay. Mm. Three seconds. No, if you do three seconds, you're probably only doing one and a half guaranteed. If I write yeah. five seconds, they're going to prolong it. And like, oh, Tom's actually meaning business here. They'll probably do three, four seconds. Okay. So, and then I'm getting the training effect of one. Anyway, um, obviously I'd write sets. Obviously I write reps. Um, and resting periods i literally write this so on every single like start of the workout it will just be a key and it will be like if like if it's a triplet exercise there's no rest you just go boom 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 doesn't matter like you're just cruising through because when you're doing the other exercises those other muscle groups are resting so it's fine if you're needed rest um so maybe power exercises or supersets then based off the number of reps you've done accumulatively from those both exercises will be what you rest for though so, and it will generally be between 45 seconds to 60 seconds or 90 seconds to two minutes mm. not much any anywhere in between 
but I normally just write go when you want <laughs> if I'm really honest and like I get that regularly you know, like why is there no rest periods I'm like because you'll know when you're ready to go again if like, you're if you're if you're in a rush and you feel like shit just crack on like do yeah. a slightly less rate and like yeah if your weights don't go up I'll ask alright this doesn't seem to have moved over the last few weeks have you been resting nah alright we'll shove it a rest this week I want you to hit this number all right, cool. Let's do this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what tends to happen. It's just, it's, it's, it's again, ah, it's like the coaching thing. If I don't want to give them all, it's the minimal effective fucking dosage again, isn't it? We go back to that. I want to give as minimal information as possible to give the maximum return. I want as little confusion as possible. And I'm just like, this many reps, this many, just do this. Unless I tell you it's any different, do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, it's pretty straightforward, but. I'm going to be off doing my decline gar hammer raises soon. So I don't know. <laughs> it's written in this one. then, So I don't know what that is, but yeah, it's interesting. The female pull-up specialization program. Do more pull-ups probably. Not Only for females though. Yeah. Not guys. It wouldn't work on guys. Guy, the guys, the guys can already do pull-ups. So that's what happens. There you go. It's crazy world, isn't it? Uh, crazy, it's crazy a crazy world. world we live in. Just like obviously, oh, we said it before that we surround yourself with good people, and then you end up seeing their work, and you're like, "Oh, great!" And then you dip your toe out, like just watching, like, "Oh shit, what's happening there?" So it's obviously still. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of the people that we like. We like no, we'll surround like ourselves, <laughs> or you're into our kind of training, or you kind of have similar principles to us. Um, but yeah, there still is a world out there. So for every second that you don't fucking post or take on a client, there's somebody who like my one of my clients just take on. They then have a bad experience with an online coach and they were apprehensive with signing up with him because they thought they were going to get similar experience to mm-hmm. what that shit and programming is, is. So it's why it's like you said, right? Every every second we don't shout the loudest, they're going to get shit experience with fitness, shit yeah. experience with coaching, and they won't sign up with you because of that other person who's done them the disservice the influencer that looks like they're they've got thirty thousand followers they should be making a shit ton of money but they actually have only got eight clients because they're training systems and they can't train anybody or coach you need to get to them first correct yeah damn that's straightforward unfortunately <laughs> that's the way it is it's like and, and it's also why i think is what people need to make themselves quite unique in a way like we just talked about there with your own training plans stuff like i'm not saying obviously call them male female but Talk about that stuff. If you feel strongly against that, like come up with your own system or what do you do? How do you do things? And not enough people are talking about those sorts of things. Me and Mike talk mm-hmm. about this in our members group. We were saying how like no one's sharing their journey, their views, their opinions, really. No one's talking about that stuff. They're just going, oh, do this to lose weight. No, exactly or do, why, this, like, do this to transform your... Yeah, exactly. Like do this to oh, transform sorry. your life. What are you doing? Well, I'm doing my own journey. This is what I do. This is how I transform things. This is how I train. As I get my clients to train and like pre- practice what you preach a bit and show the world that you're not just doing three by 10 on everything and that you're not just doing all the bodybuilding shit because it's boring because that will attract people that are bodybuilders and that's not who you work with. Well, then you're going to have a hard time yeah. attracting people because they <laughs> are put off by bodybuilders. So it's just, again, it's this whole thing of just being unique around it. Like me and Mike do with our own, with like coaching now that we do, you, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, and you follow any of the mentors, you know that what we do is different and you know how it's different because we fucking talk about it enough. Like, you know roughly how it's different. You, know, you might not know the intricacies and the, the in-depth bits on the, what it's like on the inside, but you'll know roughly like why it's different and what's different about it and what we're not going to get you to do and what we are going to get you to do. Like, do your clients know that about your training when they sign up with you? Do they know that they're not going to be doing barbell curls for whatever reason or chest press machine for whatever reason? Do they know they're not going to be doing burpees? Do they know like what they should know half this stuff? The amount of times that I used to get a a new a new training assessment from someone and i'd put on there um you know i basically go for a full training assessment and there was loads of questions all about the training equipment they've got like that sort of stuff and then i used to put anything that um anything that you definitely don't want me to program for you and the amount of people that would put burpees lol but i know you won't put them in anyway exactly i, I would say good like two two in ten people one in five people would have said something like that something like that they would have said in their assessment i know you're not going to do that anyway or they put it in as a joke every time and it's like, because they know, because they follow me, because we talk about it enough. And I think like Tom talks about it enough. You know, when you talk with Tom, you're not going to get three by 10 flat bench press probably every week for 12 weeks in a row. You're just not going to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know that straight off the bat. Yeah, they are now. You know, you can do some power-based stuff, some VBT stuff. You know what you're going to get. 
You know yeah, you're going to apply metrics, right? You just know it. You just know it. I've, <laughs> I've taken on some like self-confessed bodybuilder physique athletes in the last like couple of months, right? And I was like, why the fuck do you want to sign up with me? Like, I don't believe in any of your shit. And they're like, I just want, want to change the board. They wanted, yeah. yeah, they were just like bored. Mm. Like your stuff looks fun. I'm like, cool. Like, as long as you know, I'm not going to adhere to everything you want because you're going to come back at me and go, yeah. oh, I need to do more of this. I do need some more of this. I'm like, yeah, fine, cool. But you're doing 90% of my shit and I'll give you 10%. Like, mm-hmm. off you go. I always, I, it's always a collaborative effect, but I'm like, all right, we're doing this because of this because I think you need to do this. Is that yeah. okay? Um, and usually it's a case of if I take on a female, um, it's a case of they've done so much fucking glute work and then I have, so there's probably two or three people I'm thinking about, right? That they've done so much glute focus work because that's obviously a big thing in female composition, stuff like that. And I've massively reduced the volume on their glute focus. I haven't reduced the volume total in terms of how much they train. I've just reduced the volume to try and bring other shit up. Like, cause I'm like, these are really, really, really fucking strong. You're hip thrusting way more than I can do. And I'm reasonably strong, but you can't fucking squat and do other stuff for mm. shit. I'm like, this is so imbalanced. I don't, it might not lead to an injury. Just spitting here. But the, the chance of it leading to an injury based off imbalance are probably higher. So I'm like, mm. I'd rather you keep on training to do all this other stuff that you like doing outside. So yeah it's in, it has, has, has been interesting as well yeah so trying to change people's minds because yeah there's there's quite a few people that come to me who are just bored of their own coach bored of their own coaching bored of their own training or bored of bodybuilding and that's yeah that tends to be and they're just like i'm just looking for change more than anything else i've decided that yeah this isn't for me anymore i'm not having fun like anymore i'm not enjoying training like all this kind of stuff i'm like ah, cool yeah because it is boring isn't it like just doing the 40 year old workout programs. So yeah. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. yeah. But then but then like, yeah, I'm sure at some point they'll get bored of my shit. It's absolutely fine. They'll go try some cuts. They'll go crossfit. They'll go do stuff. It's just a natural cycle of things, right? And so mm-hmm. me and Dan, when we when me and you trained together for like two or three years, right? We used to do we went for a whole band of fucking shit. Oh, uh, that we were trying yeah. to do. Oh, uh, I swear but we were obsessed with Olympic lifting because we came out of strength and conditioning like for quite a long time um and then obviously we went down powerlifting routes and you went down bodybuilding routes and stuff like that i think we even tried to do some crossfit based stuff and then realized that our shoulders couldn't take it um yeah, yeah. and yeah did wendler didn't we, we did wendler's thing five did a bit of wendler exactly five three one stuff we did two by four charges okay. two by four ran a whole phase of that or a couple of phases of that and then always went back to five three one because it was more simple um okay. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the ollie lifting was always funny because we try and ollie lift on a Monday, and uh, yeah, just dramatically fail. And uh, yeah, I think we had too much volume. I'm sure on my one of my iPads somewhere would be still the our training programs, and it was it was yeah had a lot of stuff in it. It'd be like Monday yeah. this, Tuesday this, you're like fucking hell, we had a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah. yeah. So those days, yeah, a bit more time than that. It was more like we're living in the gym. We're like, all right, we've got a three hour gap here. Might as well fill it with something. No. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Dan's trying to hit a forty kilo snatch for about seven months. Oh man, yeah. I got up to eighty in the end. I think no. you hit body weight. Yeah, your body weight snatch. Yeah, I hit body weight was... snatch, and I hit one and a half body weight uh, clean. The most embarrassing thing in my career of lifting was that for the longest time Dan outbenched me all the time yeah all he hit 100 is that, that's what like the golden ticket right it's like once you can is it the 225 bench right whatever it is and like mm-hmm. that's like yeah Dan hit it probably about nine months before I did I was like Fuck's yeah it's crazy but then you flew past it didn't you I think my I think my my best bench I don't know why I think I can't remember exactly I think it was 120 I think yeah, I used to do one ten for three. So yeah, I think it would be one twenty. I mean, it's nowhere fucking near that. I can't even fuck it. I do eighty for eight reps, and I'm like, fuck me, I'm getting pinned. Yeah, by same. <laughs> like, it's, it is mad how you once you realise that it's like nervous system training, like with half that stuff. It's, it's I can yeah. I can always I can always bench one hundred for a few now, even now. But it's just probably because I'm in the I'm I'm in the gym. 
more than you right so mm. I'll, I'll be like i'll like private practice rep or whatever so it's always like a case of like, i will always want to be able to bench 100 for a few squat 150 for a few and pull 200 for a few that's always like no matter don't lose that um and there will be a point which i do 100 but yeah i remember for nine months you smashed your 100 kilo and then i couldn't yeah. do it just couldn't do it and then i hit when yeah. when i did hit it i hit it for free so, yeah but it was also absolutely it was mental block yeah but oh, i spent God. about nine months training my triceps my lats and my fucking like front delts uh, <laughs> doing everything board presses little pause ones speed press banding banding speed press shit banded presses so just, just yeah it would have been a lot more oh, i would have got there a lot quicker now let's say knowing yeah. what i know now but yeah Young and naive. How old were we? 23, 24? Fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, your programming goes through cycles, but if you want to look at what I do, you can literally download my free ebook. What? Oh my God. How'd I get in there? So, yeah. There's actually a football program. That, that's what they should be doing. I'll send it to Saudi. Fuck me. Um, yeah. Might yeah, download it. <laughs> um, yeah, you can literally go on there. All the YouTube things on there, and yeah, it's for football. Fucking hell, not even for football. It doesn't matter. I just put football on it because uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't believe you said it's for football, Tom. It's for anything. I don't. Really I'm a full, for football, a full to my own thing. Anybody, if you, it's just literally for anything, anything you like. It's just more for field based things more than anything else. So yeah, golf one pending. I'm the blacklist you, so you don't get that one. So it's fine. Yeah, I'll give I'm it to Sook, say, yeah. Sook, Sook, Mike, and Adam are gonna get it into their inbox i'm going to d them and then and be like look you need to do fair. this not nothing for dan i'm gonna be did like did you look. see my um did you see my post about my what i found on grin on my stats yeah i saw yeah yeah oh, interesting that one isn't it but so i then i went and looked on mine what do you think mine is the worst thing green uh either green in regulation or fairways off the tee off the tee, driving accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> driving accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> so bear in mind, I'm about a six handicapper, and um, yeah, driving accuracy, thirty six. Good work, Tom. Thirty six. Thirty six. Oh I my god, my putting was bad. Uh, I am good at saving myself for my short game. <laughs> wow, that is bad. So mine was mine was penalties, which again, <laughs> I, I guess is. I mean, bunkers is, is penalties, but I do I do sort of drop the odd shot here and there. Um, to be fair, which again would improve my scores, but yeah, oh my god, mate, thirty six. That it needs to be worked on, man. That is, uh, but Which it's all going to change I... now because I'm moving clubs, aren't I? So I mean, my my, if it's all going to go to shit, it's so. going to go to shit. Yeah. So it's interesting because yeah, obviously my driver was not playing ball for a good two years. So I think I was just pleased that I was a plus handicapper for things like pretty good. T to green, I'm plus. So driving accuracy plus one, approach accuracy plus one, greens and regulation plus one. Nice. So, like, if I got everything else down, whereas yeah, you look at my putting is a, it's a lot, a lot better. It's fine. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. What, what ones were your strengths? <laughs> Have you got anything that was a strength? Uh, yeah, I think it was putting, and there was putting, a couple yeah. of other things. I didn't think it was like par saves or chips or something like that, or to like off the green to like close whatever. And generally, weirdly, yeah, because I think that's based off touch and feel more than anything else. I'm okay at that. It's the stuff that I have to replicate over and over again. Again, I'm not good at. So, I think I prefer like, which Dan is good at. So he's good at replicating stuff over and over and over and over and over. Which you're mm. far better than I am. I think my mind wanders too much. Yeah, yeah maybe. Creative, mate. Creative. I'm the I'm the guy that turns up for one good game a year. Dan is the solid seven to eight out of ten you know what you're he's the manager's <laughs> you're the manager's dream i'm like the enigma basically yeah yeah um yeah which is fine i'll live with that all right there you go so, it's fine that's basically what that's that that sums my sporting career up pretty much can pull out a worldie but yeah it's probably below average for most of the time has the ability but doesn't apply himself most of the time oh yeah okay that sounds like Tom. that's like every school yeah. report uh, yeah good. same that was every score report of mine as well <laughs> one wonders what tom could do if he actually paid attention good all right um any other business daniel not for me no all good no not for me um obviously if you want free ebooks yeah don't go down like that it's absolutely fine i've already sent to my my email list and all that kind of shit or just 
DM me. I think there's there's probably a meant to be a word that you get through, but I can't remember it. Just DM me something. Um, yeah, and the Easy. golf one will be happening in the next couple of weeks. And then there's another one that's coming out. There's going to be a range of sports that are moving. I may not give them all away for free because... Bitch, got to, I've got to get paid. I've got to get paid at some point, don't I? So, yeah, I'll probably do a bundle of everything. But that's for future projects then. Um, and also, yeah, if you're interested in, if you're a PTC person or if you're just an aspiring personal trainer or an online coach who wants to learn shit about actually doing something in the gym, I believe my, just me to be fair, Luke will be there, but not doing anything. I'm going to be running two days of complete application of, I wrote it all yesterday. I can't really remember. It was like screening protocols, corrective based exercises. Uh, introduction to like power based and light power and mobility and all this kind of stuff learning baseline exercises mechanical progressions and regressions of a general population upper lower through 12 different categories and then a bunch of other shit and testing and a lot of the combine testing that i do as well all implemented into two days into a workshop we will only be doing 10 to 12 people and that's it um yeah so if you want that and you listen you've gotten to this part of the show well done um yeah just send me a message and i'll put you on the list um, because I assume we will sell that out. Yeah, as soon as we launch it. Cool. Yeah. Lovely. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next week. See you later.